choose the path that awakens your heart and ignites the fire in your soul. Welcome, and thank you for listening to Into the World We Go. I'm your host, Marky Alfonso, and I am here to help guide you into the most beautiful world of the unknown. And yes, I said unknown. And together, we are going to reprogram just how incredible the unknowns of our life can truly be. On this podcast, we will be shedding away layers of living beliefs that we have built around the unknowns of our dreams and goals. Through myself and guests' real-life stories and experiences, together, we are going to rewire our minds with love, courage, freedom, and understanding. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy a little slice of encouragement and inspiration you have been needing to start owning your birth-given right to live freely. Hello, hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to Into the World We Go. I am your host, Marky Alfonso, and I'm so happy to be back again. I am feeling lots of energy this time because I have a very lovely guest with me. Um, I met this lovely woman on TikTok, and I found her, well, I don't know who found each other first, but I saw her videos of just dancing and having fun and sending all these beautiful messages, and I was like, oh my God, I have to follow this woman. And so I did, and it turns out out. She is super talented, super gifted, and it has been one of the best experiences um, reaching out to her and us finding each other on TikTok. Um, and her name is Emily. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, Emily. And um, I'm going to let her introduce herself as well. Hello. Thank you so much for having me, Marky. It's been so amazing to find you on TikTok and I'm super uh, grateful to be here. Yes. My name is Emily. You said it perfectly. Yes. I'm sorry. I, I second guessed myself for like a no, second. You did awesome. I'm like, oh no, I'm going to say it wrong because <laughs> I get so nervous about stuff like that. <laughs> you're, par- you're doing so well. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, so why don't you tell a little about yourself? Like, how are you doing right now? So a little bit about me. So just just a big background. So my name is Amidi. I'm a mom of twins. I wear many hats. I'm a transformational coach. I'm a healer, a speaker. I'm a soul. I do. And I'm also a flight attendant, by the way. Currently not flying. I know. I oh wanted to throw it in. I've actually <laughs> I know that. <laughs> I know. I've actually been flying for 23 years. <laughs> Oh but so this has been my main career since I was 19, but I haven't been flying for like a year and a half. I've been taking time off to work on my passion, especially during this time, since uh, I, I'm actually on leave of absence, literally working on my passion and literally getting everything out of me while the world sorts itself out. I'm so grateful not to be outside and to be in being able to do what I'm doing right now. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. You know, I feel like that's what this time of the year has kind of been like, or, you know, this whole pandemic mm-hmm. has really taught us a lot of us is that to kind of just like tune in and do the things that you really enjoy, you know, like a lot of us were given free time that we never had before. And, right. you know, so it's, it's, there were goods at, the goods and the bad. <laughs> of course, of course. I mean, it's, it, it's exactly, it forces it when you're home in doing the same thing over and over and seeing the same people, it, you can either dwell on it and be mad or sad about it, which is normal. Mm-hmm. It happens to all of us. Uh, but what an amazing opportunity to just pursue something that's been calling at your heart. And yeah. that's what I like to encourage people 
right now. Even now, even if they, even if anybody's listening right now and they haven't done anything last year, that's okay. But what about this year? Because we don't know where this is going. I know where I am in Canada. We're in lockdown, so it's like, yeah. I, you know, every every place in the world has a different. But you know, how would you like 2021 to turn out to be? That's the invitation, right? Yeah. I saw a lot of people were saying things like this is a year for healing. And for me, that Mm -hmm. that feels very fitting, you know, like Mm -hmm. really reflecting on like, okay, like none of us were ready for 2020 and it took everybody from under our feet. But how do you want 2021 to look? And I feel like a lot of people are just trying to be like, I just want to heal whatever that looks like for for me and my life. Like, yes, I just want to try to heal. And, and that is like, Marquis, that's the invitation right now for 2021 is literally to keep doing the work, the inner work that because as a, as a, as a, as a consciousness, the planet is being asked to raise the vibration. And we are all because we all hold a frequency, we all, we all each and every one of us on the planet, hold a frequency, that lower level frequency that we have been stuck in holding shame, guilt, resentment, anger, all of those lower level vibration, it's not going to help us create the life that is being required on earth right now, which we're all being called to ascend, to grow, to evolve, and to go, uh, to really move from a fear-based consciousness to a embodiment of love. (laughs) That's 5D, from 3D to 5D, for those of you who are familiar with these terms. Yeah. Right. Would you mind elaborating on that? I'm not really familiar yeah. with the 3D. Yeah, topic. yeah, I'm good. I'm not a pro. So I'll go, I'll speak from my own experience because I'm not a pro. So 3D, it, it, we call that the matrix, which is the, the, the level of consciousness where most people live, which is a, mostly a fear base, separate, good or bad, mm-hmm. uh, duality, right and wrong, um, black and white. And it's usually fear-based approach. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's like, it, it, it's, it's usually you don't question the world. The world is the way it is. And then you just believe whatever people tell you, whatever the programming on TV, it's kind of like, that's the system that you're in. Mm. And then from that space, uh, there's the fourth dimension and then there's, there's 5d. So 5d is literally living from, uh, from your heart, from consciousness, trusting and knowing that we are all one. I know it's hard. If you're not there yet on your spirituality, you may not understand that concept. And that's okay. It's okay that you're not. But ultimately, we are all love and light. But somehow we forgot that. And that's where we were born on earth. And we embody the 3D uh, uh, consciousness, but the fifth dimension consciousness is unity towards our own self, love, compassion, and and it, there's no right or wrong. There's just everything. It is literally an embodiment of truth, of integrity, of love for yourself and for others. So that's why you may start seeing how people are completely happy and they're completely thriving. And you may think like what is up with these people? Are they not seeing what's going on in the world right now? Mm -hmm. And it's not that they're not seeing it is because they are choosing to embody a different frequency. Uh, Does that make sense? Yes, that totally makes sense. Okay. I feel like I'm, I do that. <laughs> yeah. Which one like, do you do? The 3D? I, I tend to go into 3D. Like, Good. like so, well, so easily okay. too. Mm-hmm. Like, like and, all the time. And, 
<laughs> and guess what, Marky? Good for you. First of all, can I just honor you for just being honest with yourself and saying mm -hmm. that? So that I, I want to honor you because that takes a level of self-awareness. And if we, if you are not self-aware, you cannot change anything. But just right here, right now, if you or anyone else listening become self-aware and they say, oh my God, yes. And 3D is also victim. Why me? Why me? Yes. Jealousy. That's 3D, which is, we're not here to judge ourselves. This mm -hmm. is just about, hey, this is where we are. Because once you know that there's a different level of consciousness, fifth, 5D, 3D, 4D, just a shift in consciousness and and healing, right? Healing, doing yes. shadow works helps you ascend. But just the fact that you are aware that maybe you go there more mm -hmm. often, uh, catching yourself, yes. catching yourself being that way and choosing, choosing to see others and yourself mm -hmm. through the eyes of love yes. automatically will shift you out of that. Does that yes. make sense? Yes. Because there's moments like now, like, uh, you know, one thing that like has been a, mm -hmm. a and I'm sure you know, anybody who's new to spirituality, mm -hmm. there's like you experience every, everything that like, that people who are in this world talk about. The only thing is that you just didn't have the language for it. And so, so many times it's like, oh my God, like that's what it's called or that's what that is. That, and it's like, there's exactly always, it. and it, it's such a, it helps and to have this understanding of like mm -hmm. what, like, you know, cause those, I could think of moments where I am in 5d and yes, there's a total different level of like frequency and, and, and you know, like going back and forth so easily, you know, I don't know if other people do that or if that's a, a common thing is to go like within Most minutes. People. Mm -mm. within minutes within the same days i exactly mm. and i was just talking about that yesterday like i i live a lot in 5d but i definitely go back to 3d and i some and the biggest thing i can say like literally within minutes within an hour throughout the day the goal is not to judge yourself that is the biggest lesson I really want to share right here is that the only person judging is our own self towards us, mm -hmm. no one else. So if, right. if when I, when I lose my shit and I, I like go back to old pattern of like, this is where I do the forgiveness work and I breathe love and acceptance and I come right back and I choose from that space. Mm -hmm. You don't ascend, you do not reach a mountaintop, but you can, you embody yourself and then you flip and then you come back. And as you develop your mastery, mm -hmm. you are more able to live in that level of consciousness. Some people can, like, I don't know how, maybe the monk or certain people, they can embody that maybe most yeah. of the time. But in the reality that we live in this world with other people in our home and mm -hmm. it, it, it requires more work and that's yeah. okay. That's okay. Yeah. It's part of, it's part of it. Yep. I think, you know, one thing um, I've said to a friend of mine before is like, you know, in order for us to seek change, we have to be the change and we have to go through the moments of where we're doing the hard work that, that isn't, a norm yet or, or, or something that we see, but there's going to be a ripple effect and there will be a, a generation of people where we break the, these ancestral like things that we've been carrying for years and years and years. And, oh. and they're going to be able to live in a 5d world. Like, oh like that, God. that's their norm is 5d. Uh -huh. I'm getting, right? I'm getting goosebumps and, uh, goosebumps and that's usually my resonance. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, I did read about it and I think it's not that far. I believe if I could be wrong, but I read something 2032 is the 5D full world consciousness. Oh, yeah. I believe it. I feel so I believe that's 12 it, years it, from it now. Feels so close. Oh my God. That's uh, uh, yes, I read yes. it. I don't know where, 
And, but it, I know it's coming. Yes. I'm excited. Oh, yes. I totally agree. I totally agree. Oh my gosh. That's, that's awesome. Cause it, cause it makes sense because I keep like, especially like my, my friend, um, and I call her my, my soul friend too, actually, Aww. um, who had the baby and I'm, and mm. I feel that her daughter is a part of this next generation. That, that's like, right. Like that, that it's part of this change that like we've been working on that feels like it's been so tiring and exhausting and, and lonely and isolating, but like there's going to be such a rich field of like flowers and life and and rebirth and new beginnings and and you know like collaboration fitting that is so fitting this generation and i'm getting again full body resonance here this is Mm -hmm. where you're very in tune with that is is that the new generation and what we're still being there there's going to be way more collaboration than we've ever done before more about us we not me greed me and help and how can we share all the resources yes right it's not because this world about the rich 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 and the poor poor, it's about how can we distribute yes how can we hold each other thank you how do Thank we hold you. each other moving forward? And this is why, like, I, you, I've been hearing it for a couple of years now. Like, the feminine, like, the divine feminine mm-hmm. is coming in. And what she teaches is that unconditional love and holding. And right. I actually, we mentioned this on a previous episode of this podcast, is how we're so oftenly taught that the male holds the, the female. And really, it's the female who holds the male. Right. You know? know. And, and, mm-hmm. and she actually um, said something along the lines about how the woman is the neck and the male is the head and the head can't be held without the neck. Right. And so we really are coming into the world where we're starting to understand that, that this isn't a battle between females versus males. It's learning how to be held. Let us hold you. Let us, let us show you that like you need to rest. You need to love. You need to feel. You need to live. Like you need to fucking live. Like people That's don't live. Right. Nobody mm-hmm. lives. And like the fact that so many people like always say that like, that, like, I mean, like when you watch those death shows, when they're like really close to death and they're like, I never felt more alive. Wow. That's, that makes me really sad, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> if, you know. Didn't co- if you didn't come back to life, you would like, ha- like, ha- like, that's not how it should be. You know, you should feel mm-hmm. most alive while you're living. And, you know, I've said this a few times, actually, at this point in the podcast, where that is my biggest hope. Like, I, I really mean it. Like, I hope people really move in a time where they feel most alive living and they learn to be, take help and be held and trust and love and so much love like that's it, and it's and it's changing because now it's gonna be part of what you learn in school it's gonna be like hey what it's not about like what makes you successful it's gonna be what makes you come alive and go yes. do that right it's gonna be it, it but but that's why we are all required to shift our consciousness yes. so that we can embody our values so that you wake up during the day and you embody your values and you do what makes you come alive and then I do mm-hmm. what makes me come alive then if, if the people listening, they all do what comes alive, then this whole world is filled with freaking people embodying joy and aliveness. Yeah. And that shifts everything. Right? Think about it. This, this almost looks like a fairy tale, but it's not. It's actually the way it's supposed to be. It's the way we currently are living. That is mm-hmm. the, the uh, what do you say? That is the, uh, not the, the, how do you say? Like the yin yang thing? Yeah, like, like, yeah. People might think, oh, really right, like living happy. No, that's oh, the yeah. norm and not being happy in a hamster wheel, being dead as you wake up and go to bed dead, that is not normal. 
That is no, right. That is not normal, which is why I'm so, I believe with all my heart and I am sad for the people that lost their job and their money and their business and their life during COVID. I'm sorry, but I do 100% believe that this thing is actually bringing changes globally. I do because that's, I do believe in everything. There's always, always a silver lining. And that's the one of the silver lining I personally choose to believe to wake people up. I totally agree. I totally agree. And, you know, I think a lot of people, you know, who were fortunate enough at this point in the pandemic to be where they are, to have their life, you know, like taking that moment and realizing like, what did you learn from this? You know, it can't all be so bad. Mm -mm. And you have to be honest with yourself. Like, what did you really genuinely learn and how can you perceive it? Because I mean, you know, you know, on a personal level, like things I went through and I easily was following a path where I could have just been like, that's it. Like life hates me. And that's how Mm -hmm. it is. And when you keep living a life where you think that life hates you, then guess what? Life hates you. (laughs) That's what it's going to look like, you know? And, but when you start changing and seeing the good in the bad and, and finding that comfort in the discomfort, you know, you're able to start moving forward and, and seeing where, why life took you where, where it did. You know, it's always for a reason. I'm so proud of you. Like, look what you just shared. <laughs> like that alone is so, that is very inspiring because you didn't have an easy year and look at you now. You just yeah. launched a podcast. I know. You, you went through a really hard time. So right. Look and at, I mean, I'm like super possible. Right. And I mean, like you could be super awkward and uncomfortable and, yes. you know, like, just get through those like little humps and like, like you were saying before, like you're, you're all, like the only person who cares is you. And like, it's so true. Like, I'm like, mm-hmm. I like, honestly, like I'll be so real with these listeners. Like in the beginning, mm-hmm. like I, I fumbled and I'm like, oh my God, she hates me. Like, you know, or like, right. or, like everyone thinks like, why would you like how could you mess up or something like so silly and then it's like you say you hit it on the nail of like nobody cares like just be easy with yourself be kind to yourself like you don't have to be perfect like everyone makes mistakes and and you're supposed to just be messy life is supposed to be messy and fun you know not like messy and gross and and hateful you know it's like messy and love and and silly and fun and Mm -hmm. sometimes sad but Mm -hmm. (laughs) not hate it shouldn't be filled with hate no, I agree with that. I agree. Yeah. So I'm, I'm proud that you did that. Yes. But okay. So enough. I really want to like get into you and, okay. and um, whatnot. Cause I, you know, we could talk about this for days, <laughs> <laughs> for days, for weeks. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So being on this, being that this podcast is called into the world we go, what's mm-hmm. been your own like personal journeys and experiences like going into the world. So I want you to like, think about like where your story begins, pivotal times in your life and kind of like how you've like navigated through that. Well, it's okay. So what comes to mind right away, like when you said that, that I'm seeing myself as a 19 year old woman who'd like into the world she wanted to go. Mm-hmm. She applied to become a flight attendant. And that's, that's where like, I took off in fear. Really? <laughs> so much fear. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, and so much fear. Like I just, I just, I just got the job. I, I, I got the job. I didn't even speak English. So let alone that was a fear that the course was offered only in English. And somehow they put me in that class, but I was Francophone, barely spoke English. So it was extremely hard. The first four days, I didn't understand anything of what the teacher was talking about. And I was in panic. I was in panic, looking left, right, looking right. So that was that that alone was hard. Um, but to go back to your story, I managed to succeed and I went through the course. It was 
one of the most stressful experiences of my life. But um, into the world is when I, when I became a flight attendant. I remember the first night I went to London and I closed the, the door of my hotel room. Clack. I walked in and I sat on my bed and I just was like, I was so sad. <laughs> I was so sad. <laughs> I was so sad because into the world, I finally, for the first time, no joke in my life for the first time, I was alone. Hmm. Like I was, cause I was always the, the youngest of oh, my family with the SC. Yeah, I feel I was, that. Uh, yeah, I feel that. So uh, I'm trying to answer your question, but so your question was <laughs> your quest of being alone. Well, I mean, it's a very loaded question. Yes. So please yes. just let it flow. Just like, what, yeah. like where it takes you. Okay. Um, so anyways, that was a, that was a, a that was just an, a, a, a quest of into the world is when it started, mm-hmm. but, and it opened the door of, of healing because at that point I just, I had no idea all my life. I didn't know how to be alone, but it just kind of forced me to step into that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I had never, right. Uh, but n- nonetheless, it's been like an extra, an extraordinary experience to be able to travel the world and meet different people and learn from different culture. And, oh my God, like I would not trade at all, at all my, whatever, um, whatever I've done, but please ask me again, the rest of the question. Like, Oh, sure. I, I want to make sure that I'm, um, before I continue uh, with the question, cause yes. I, I don't want to forget, um, right. What, what made you want to be alone? What made me want to be alone? Yeah. Like what, 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 in, like, what was that, that, well, uh, what made me not want to be alone? Because I didn't well, want to you, be alone. Is that well, you mean? chose a field where it kind of forced you to be alone. Did you oh, not realize you were going no. to be alone? I didn't know. Oh. I didn't realize. Oh. I swear I didn't realize. Because I wasn't alone on planes. You work with a crew. Yes. It's very much teamwork. And then, and then you work with people. So the only time you're really alone really is when you enter your room. And sometimes the crew, yes. they don't want to go out during. So this is when, like, I still remember, like, I had to go out by myself in London. Like, that was so intimidating. Yeah. Like a 19-year-old child who's like, going walking and scared to lose herself in a different city like I was way outside of my comfort zone that was hard yeah and, but you know what now after that six months after I started I stretched my comfort zone no one could come with me on vacation and I had like privileged pass which means you travel for really cheap yes. no one could come and I was terrified of traveling alone mm-hmm. so guess what I guess what I did what'd you do you went alone <laughs> I sure did. I went, I went to San Francisco freaking out on the plane. So scared. Oh my Everything, God. This is my, this is a common theme in my life. If you're asking me how I'm doing my things, it's always being afraid. <laughs> doing it anyways. <laughs> Maybe like you launching a podcast. Right. You just gotta do it anyways. Doing anyways. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, that's just a fun little segue story I wanted to share. I yeah. love that. I love that so much. So the, the, Pretty much the question is, um, mm-hmm. um, being that this is into the world, what's your experience mm-hmm. of into the world? Like your story of like where it begins, the, mm-hmm. the pivotal times, um, so mm-hmm. and then like navigating through them. So pretty much like kind of where you started and mm-hmm. like who you are today, you know, mm-hmm. like what, Jeez. like 
going through. So after that, so if we just kind of do like, there's like my life after this, where I met my, my boyfriend, who is now my husband. So that was like another beautiful part of our life. And then like, then bring it, bring us back to like, at my, in my early thirties, when I had my children mm-hmm. uh, in, into the world, I really went into the world into a really, really, really deep um, postpartum depression. Now that was a pivotal time of my life. Yeah. That's important that I share that because everything I am today, like it radically changed in big part because of that event right now. And I say that because it, it blessed me. It really did. It didn't at the time, but it really did. Mm-hmm. Um, so that kind of like changed, like it changed like so, so much. It changed everything about how I viewed life. It woke me up to some things I had no idea. And that's kind of like, and I've just continued to, to pursued my pursued my my thirst for development like I've always wanted to just grow and learn to love myself learn to accept myself learn like all these things that I did not feel like I did at all as a child or as a teenager I I grew up not liking myself I don't know why I compared myself I think I was too much not enough not so it was like it was this 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 unconscious understanding that I wasn't feeling worthy I didn't know about that so it just led me on my quest to like what how can I possibly become better as a person yeah. not understanding that deep down it was rooted into unworthiness yeah. um, but but me th- that also led me to develop to discover that yeah I am a light worker that was that's very fun the day I discovered that I'm a light worker it all made sense Marky mm-hmm. it was just all made sense like everything from the time I was born to the time that I'm here right now on this podcast and why I'm doing the work that I do um, did that answer kind of, yeah, you, yeah. Missing a part? would you mind yeah. sharing that, like that experience yeah. for you the day you became a light worker? Yeah. The day Actually, I realized. So what is a light worker for people? Mm, who don't know yes. What well, I'm going to explain. So again, not a pro here, but in, in terms of my own understanding, a light worker, and there's different names, like you can be referred to that as a star seed, light warriors, a grid worker, but a light worker is essentially a person who actually decided to come on earth at this time some some of some light workers woke up a long time ago but it you decided to come on earth to literally incarnate this like this light you came to embody your joy and your light and to really bring about a positive change into the world you came for that so a light worker is it, it can be it, it does not necessarily mean that you're doing a podcast or you have a youtube channel it can be it can be in, in your own home being the light that you are so it, it just everybody has a different way that they use that but a light worker is like, like you have this deep 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 knowing that you are on a mission i knew i was on a mission from a young and i was so frustrated because i felt like i never found it like i just knew i was on a mission the word mission that was like very very inside me say you know you have a mission you came here for a purpose to bring about a positive change in the world and that's it and the whole point of that is just to remember that to remember and to do the inner work to heal the wounds so that you can embody more love and you radiate more love and more light frequency so you can help more people step into that 
Yeah. Does that make sense? I hope yeah. I answered. I mean, there's other terms to explain, but that's my No, but that's definitely, version. yeah, that's a beautiful explanation. So okay. what was your experience like your first day when you realized like, holy shit, like I'm a light worker. Oh my God. That wasn't too long ago. Maybe three years ago. Like I just, wow. I was always a light worker. Just, I was coaching people when I was so young. I just was always that. But I just, the day I woke up that I realized I, I was reading because I found out through angels numbers, by the way, you know, those angels numbers. Yeah, yeah, never yeah. Okay. For me, I kept seeing the same number. I've been seeing numbers forever, but mm-hmm. that number was nine, one, one, nine, one, one, nine, one, one, nine, one, one constantly to the point I had to actually Google that number. It was ridiculous. And when I search it and there's more, there's more than one numbers that guides you to wake up to the fact that you're a light worker, but that one mm-hmm. woke me up. And when I read it, it just, it resonated so bad. You know, when you, when you read a truth or someone says something and it just hits you in, in your gut, like, yes. you know, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. happened. That, and then I judged it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and then I judged it. I'm like, who the heck do I think I am to be a light worker? What am I going right. to spread love and butterfly? <laughs> <laughs> I love that you said that though, because that is such a true, like I've experienced that. I still experience it. Like I've met so many people who like, it's actually very rare, honestly, where I meet people who like genuinely are like confident and, and saying, I am a light worker. Like I could do these things. Like I'm gifted. And it it really is like, when you realize that there is a point where you're just like, who the fuck do I think I am? Who the fuck do I think I am? And that, and that is a perfect normal place to be. That is, that was a very 3D answer of mine. When I said Mm -hmm. that, that's very, that is like the human ego part of me that just was afraid of me stepping into my light. So my judgment was very normal. It was very, very, very normal at the time when that happened. But if you ask me now, how do I feel? Well, I, I, I'm, I, I smile when I say that because it makes me very happy because I'm like, yes, I am a light worker. Oh my <laughs> God. Like, it's just all of a sudden it makes sense. I'm like, what do, you, what do you mean? You mean I'm here to just be joyful, be happy, incarnate love and, and help people. Like, you mean I can actually be really myself? Yeah. Like that, that's because that's, that's who I've always been, but I've, I've held myself back. Mm-hmm. thinking I needed to be someone different. Yeah. So how did you move through that unknown? Like when that moment of realizing like I am a light worker mm-hmm. and then today, like how did you get to that point? Like what, what were things that like helped you and how did you move through that? Well, it was, it was, it was hard because when I realized that I was like in a very, 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 very dark night of the soul again. <laughs> So I really wasn't a deep, 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 you're familiar with the term dark night of the soul. I, I, I mean, if I've, you don't, I've that's it, okay. But it's You've heard about like, it? it makes sense to me what I thought it was. Like, it seems very dark. Like you're not in a very happy place of the soul. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I just got, so it just totally feels like you're in a depression episode. <laughs> like oh yeah. That's that. what, that's what I got. Cause you know, cause what I call my depressive episodes are dark holes. So that's yes. why it just made sense what you said to me. Cause I'm like. The dying night of the di- dark night of the soul is a spiritual terms that you can, some people use midlife crisis as well, but the dark night is when you are in your spiritual journey and it happens more than once it can because there's different stage you never arrive but that is usually where you like like where the like when you the old part of you dies like whoever you thought you were 
must die because that is not you. That's the false you because mm-hmm. all of these things. So that at that point, when I realized I was a light worker, I was in the, that was the most, that was a really, really, really painful time in my life because everything in me needed to die. Everything, all of me thinking I wasn't good enough. I wasn't worthy. All of these things that I held on for so long needed to die. And it's almost like I was stuck in that cocoon for so long. So long, even though I knew to jump, I knew it's just it, the process of letting go, the grieving of the old me, the old job, like I'm a flight attendant, which I still am, by the way, I'm, I'm still employed, but <laughs> let alone that, like me grieving the fact that I no longer adore flying as much as I did before. That was, I had freaking had to grieve that. Yeah. Like then me starting to just check with myself, like, who the fuck am I? Like, really? Who am I? Who am I? Like for real, like, not like, hello guys, I'm coach Amity. Cause I still do that. But even during that time, I had to pause any social media, post. all of it needed to come to a halt. So I could really go within and really, 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 really go and get on a super. So if anybody's listening and they're very uncomfortable, please know that it's normal because it's a, it really is a normal process. Yeah. And then, and then how I got out, like for me, uh, I, what I've, I've been a life coach since I was 25. I took my certification when it wasn't even popular, when people had no idea, but I didn't have self-confidence in myself. I still had so much healing to do that. I didn't know, which is why when I was coaching people, like, I felt like I felt like I wasn't good. There was always subconsciously shit. I had no idea why it was there. So last year, um, I just, I hired, I hired uh, two coaches in January, which was so helpful because at the time that I did, I felt I had gone again through another episode of dark night. I, they helped me um, create more videos on YouTube because I I was looking for the accountability, but I signed up for a, my mastery um, transformational coaching. I, I signed up for a super high level transformational coaching. And that is that, that really helped me last year step into my my mastery as a light worker. So I can say that literally 2020 is when I like literally that I stopped judging. Oh my God, I'm a light worker and I'm supposed to help light workers. Like I literally stepped into the embodiment of that, but it has been a process. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Wow. That, that is beautiful. Thank you. You know, it's, I feel like there's so much beauty in what you did because it's so not the norm, you know, to go into this line of work, you know, even though like, like you said, like back then it was way, way more rare, but honestly, like even to this day, like, you know, like true light workers first, not, and you know, who's using this to bring good and who's just using this to appropriate or, Mm -hmm. or steal things. And, you know, there's still like such a rareness to your like career and everything and what you're doing. And then the mixture of everything, it's like, you're, you're playing so, so many different roles, Mm -hmm. important roles. Like you're a traveler, you're a mother, Mm -hmm. light worker, you're, you're a person, you know, you're a soul, you're, you're a unicorn. (laughs) I'm a, a, 
it's so funny how you say that. Did I ever tell you I used my, I, I always referred to myself as a unicorn. Yes. Did yes. I tell you that? That's why I brought it up. I'm a freaking unicorn. <laughs> You're a unicorn too. You forgot to mention the Reiki. I, I do have to oh, share. Yes. I, I have to share because when I was 15, I was in the strawberry field. I walked to the little hutch, like that little, and this old woman had her hand like in front of someone else. And I'm like, what is that? And she said, oh, I'm doing Reiki. I'm like, Reiki? And my whole being went, oh, it's like I knew something. But then that was it. I went home excited, told my mom about Reiki. That was it. I never searched it. Back then there was, back then I was 15. I don't think there was, no, there was no internet. So it's like, I couldn't, didn't go home and Google. Yeah. Uh, but I just want to share like what happened, I think four years ago is like Reiki knocked at my door. Like it was in my consciousness. I have to go get my certification in Reiki level one. And I judged that. <laughs> so <laughs> I did. I just want to share. I judged it. I received it. I did not understand why. And then when Reiki level two knocked at my door again, I tried to ignore it. And then I judged it. And I did it and I reached out to my friend who's a master and I said, I don't really understand. Like, I'm not thinking that I'm going to heal people. Like, I'm just like, what the, again, see how the ego was so stressed. Who the fuck are you? You're a mother, you're a flight attendant, you're this. And now, now what? We're going to call you a healer. Like, mm -hmm. like it was very like paradigm shift for myself. Right. And my master uh, Reiki and he, he just smiled. He just smiled. And I remember coming home thinking, okay, like, I really don't understand. It was very unsettling. I really don't understand. Like, and then all of a sudden it just hit me. And I, I remember I looked left and I said, what do you mean? Like, you want me to be a healer? Like you want me to, and a full body knowingness, you are supposed to use all of your gift. Like this is, mm -hmm. you're supposed to use all of that. And then that, that's kind of when I'm like, okay, what if I did? Like, well, because I know someone is listening right now and they're resisting their gifts. I know because that was me. Mm -hmm. Maybe you are too. So yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, re I resist my gifts all the time. Even earlier today, um, recently for the first time ever, actually, um, I posted like an offering to do a card reading. And, nice. uh, and then the person, one person like reached out to me and then I... I all of a sudden started getting this really strong spirit. And I was like, get away from me. <laughs> I don't want to do this. Like, and I totally resisted it. And then I literally. What do you mean the strong spirit? Like you, you felt a spirit coming to like your consciousness? To like he's coming. He, it was, it's a he too, to talk to her, but it was like all through my body. And like, that's always been my thing is like, I either get really scared of it or I shut it out. And, you know, I, I, I'm coming in a time too, where it's like, I need to like, who the fuck am I? But like, yeah, right. know, I, I'm Marky, but I'm also like, yes. like a wife and I'm a right. explorer, but then it's also like, like who truly am I? And, and, you know, I do, at times I'm like, I am a healer, you know, I, I am mm -hmm. a light worker, but then I'm right. like, you I'm, are. I'm, right now, right in this very moment, like I'm documenting this right now. I'm very uncomfortable with saying that, you know, like, yes, that's and, I, and I hear you, with. I hear you and I see you and I, and I was there too. Yeah. So very, very, very normal. You're mm -hmm. coming and now you're hearing things. Uh, I just started to, I've just started to tap into spirits too. Like what the heck? That's a new level too. Yes. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm helping, I'm doing session and I, I can tap into someone who passed and it's like ridiculous. Like mm-hmm. this is new, but this is what's going to happen. By the way, fellow light workers listening this year, if you're committed to your integrity and to doing the work, you are going to actually go, do something called compression, which you are about to uh, go into a massive growth in your development. So anybody, and you don't have to be called a light worker for that, but if you're committed to your growth and you're healing and you're doing the work, you will sky, it's going faster, the evolution. Therefore, gifts are being shown and given mm-hmm. to you. It's up to you to decide what you do with them or not. So this time around, which is January 8th, I discovered new gifts that were given to me. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'm, but now I'm not freaking out. I there's still a part of me that's like, what the heck am I supposed to do with that? The ego. What What do you mean? What is that? Because now I thought I was Amelie. I'm a mom. I'm a wife. Transformation. Transformation. I'm good. Speaker healer. Okay, good. Now we're adding more. I, the ego is a little unsettled with that, but now I'm like, it's okay. We don't need to right. understand. It's okay. Let me see how that does. That feel good? Yes. Okay, it feels good and brings me joy. Yes. Okay, let's be open. The more you're open and you accept, the more the more you are being given. Yes. The less you're open, the less acceptance, the you're not it's not going to be shown to you at this moment mm-hmm. because you're not ready, which is okay. Yeah. Right. Um, I love how I, I notice a commonality through your your pivotal mm-hmm. times in your life where okay. there was this moment of like your your darkness, right? You're mm-hmm. sitting in darkness and all of a sudden there's glimmer of light of just like showing you like a flashlight on a wall of like what's next for you. Right. All of a sudden you judge it very harshly. Like that's always your first reaction is to really right. to judge. But then mm-hmm. what's interesting is while you judge and you're super afraid, mm-hmm. you're also doing it. You know, you're doing, you're doing the things that you're judging so harshly. And now like one that like for me, like, I don't even think like, I didn't even like, I don't know if I always judge it necessarily. Like I always Mm -hmm. think about fear, but I don't, I wasn't thinking about the judgment. And so Mm -hmm. how do you move through that judgment? Where's that judgment coming from? Is it, is it outside or or both? I think the judgment, well, first of all, I didn't know. Here's, here's, here's a truth bomb. That's going to be very, very good. I didn't know that. I was afraid forever of people judging me. Okay. I was, I was afraid of the judgment of other people. And I know I'm not the only one, but guess what I learned? What I was afraid the most is that actually I was doing it to myself. Wow. Yes. Everything is a mirror. Everything in life is a mirror. And I didn't understand that. So I was so afraid of the reject the, of the judgment because I was judging unconsciously part of myself. I was afraid of rejection, putting myself out there. It's because I was unconsciously rejecting part of myself. They were, my soul had fragment. I, I, I didn't know. And I, that's through my healing. I've gone through understanding that when I was a little girl, I just somehow thought it wasn't safe. It wasn't okay for me to be all of me and my brilliance and my greatness. And I literally separated myself. I, I separated part of me I, I disown part of me unconsciously. I, I don't remember that, but I did that when I was a very little girl between age four and six because my brilliance was too much. I perceived it as too much. It wasn't safe in the world that I was living. I don't know what was the event. I don't know who, I don't know how. I just know. And I carried that all my life. 
me always feeling like I can never be really fully myself because when I am, people are uncomfortable. I can never really shine so big. Yeah, resonates a bit. Yeah. I can never, I can never shine so big because when I shine big, people are uncomfortable and I feel it. So I dim myself. So they are very comfortable around me. So I can never fully self-express because when I do, I make them. So that was just a pattern. That was this all came to the surface, which I'm so happy because now I understand. So it's very simple. If you're afraid of the judgment of others, well, where do you judge yourself and how can you heal that part of you? Because yeah. now that I've done that, that work on myself, I mean, do I, am I afraid of being judged? It still comes up a little bit, but all I have to do is really, really, really meet myself there. Mm -hmm. And then I'm okay. So that's, part, that, that's the transformational work. Yeah. Entering that acceptance have you received mm -hmm. abundance since then? Like when you really started to stop judging yourself? Were, were yes. I mean, I mean, yes. From, from the, from like abundance in all forms, you mean like, like how abundance you don't like mean just feelings financial, you mean, or like, yes, you know, yeah. just, and just being like expressing yourself and like, you know, oh, just not even in trying, like just letting go of that judgment because like that judgment oh, with yourself is so like, it's poisoning. Like we don't, there's so much mm -hmm. of us to us as human beings, right? Like there's so mm -hmm. much, we are such mm -hmm. intricate people. Like it's so cool mm -hmm. who we are. Mm -hmm. And yet, that we dim each other's lights and mm -hmm. and then we get lost mm -hmm. in this darkness and then you know so moving through that judgment you know and and really like that moment where you truly realize that judgment is just there's no room for it anymore what did that your well, life look like after mm -hmm. that when I realize the big thing is when I realize that what I'm so afraid of on the outside is something I'm doing to myself then I was able to, so when I understood that, yeah. then I was able to accept that and heal that. And what has changed in my life, because it's really dramatic. I, I finally, and I think we talked about that, you and I, I came to realize like, okay, every human being, like even you're listening, you are worthy as you are, inherently worthy. Nothing you need to do, nothing you need to say, no course you need to take, no, no branding you need to remake, no, nothing, no podcast perfectly edited. None of that needs to happen because you are inherently worthy. That understanding, like, I don't know, took off, I don't know how many layers of like, I don't know, shekels around me, but, but what happens is as I just learn to just love and accept myself and forgive myself for the judgment and all that, it, it has allowed me to step into my brilliance, into my greatness, into my light. I've never had more fun being me. I, I'm honestly going to say like this year, this year has been me stepping in my true embodiment and I mean I was always an authentic person so if you met me 10 years ago it was still me but here's the part of me that wasn't authentic and I didn't know until someone asked me at an event we were talking about being authentic and I said I'm very authentic like if you see me I'm and she said to me great but are you being as authentic towards yourself mm -hmm. oh, <laughs> Wow. Uh, that question, she was a young woman asking me this question and it stayed with me. It's been two years. It's been twirling in my head, this question. And I didn't understand, but I knew, you know, when they say, when you're, when you're ready, the teacher appears, mm -hmm. she, she was my teacher. I didn't know what that meant, but 
uh, how can I be more authentic towards me? It just meant to allow myself to be me, which is to be all of me, the one that I retracted, the one that I separated, to, the, the silly me, the dancing me, the unicorn me, the loving me. Like imagine I held my love because people think it's weird that I say, I love my love, I love you. No, it's who I am. God gave yes. me that. Like, you know what I mean? But so I can honestly say at this moment, and I have not arrived and I'm still healing, I'm still doing, but if there's one thing I can say is I've never been more free to be me. Mm. And that is like the biggest gift I want to give and encourage people. I've never had more fun being me and, and, it, and it's liberating to embody yourself. Yes. And that's my message. I really I want people that. to get, yes, good. Because that's, that's my, that's, that's what I want. And, and I needed to go through everything before, even the part of me that just disowned herself to fully understand that right now. Mm -hmm. Full circle, everything full circle, full circle at all. Everything beautiful. full circle, right? Uh, I love that so much. Um, so I feel called to ask you, but you know, yes. don't feel like I'm putting you on the spot. But no problem. Would you be open to doing like a little Reiki session. Oh, like yes. in this podcast for like mm -hmm. listeners. Mm -hmm. Okay. Wait, tell me when. What, at what point? Tell me. Like um, any time. Right, I know. I would. I would oh, right here. I feel Sounds very called to like have this. And okay. Like, as a listener who needs this, and maybe it's myself too. But yeah, maybe you need. Perfect. Yes. Let's let's go. Perfect. Here we go. Just oh, take a deep breath. Inhale and release. Take a deep breath. Inhale and release. Just for a moment, I just want you to just be present and just receive this beautiful gift, this beautiful healing energy that I'm sending you. You don't need to understand how it works. You just need to be open to receive. And anytime, if you're listening to this at any time, this, this podcast will be infused with this energy. You'll be able to feel it. And however you're receiving it, maybe you feel tingly, maybe there's emotion coming. Just trust that you're exactly where you need to be and that your body will do what it needs to do. Just know that you're fully loved and fully supported always. And you're being reminded to ask for help by the universe energy that is bigger than you, whatever you call that, whether you refer to it as God, universe, source, angels. I want you to imagine your heart, specifically your heart right now. Imagine that there's a, an opening. If you want, you can imagine some beautiful green light coming in from the top of your head and go all the way into your body, specifically filling your heart space with green light. The heart chakras is often referred to with the green energy. And just imagine some beautiful green sparkly light filling your heart space. And at the same time, I want you to imagine at the back where your back is like a window that opens so that your heart is fully open from the front and from the back. Take a deep breath.
I want to remind you that wherever you are on your journey, that you really are precisely where you need to be right here in this moment, even right now, listening to this podcast. And I want you to invite, I don't want to put my belief on you, but I want to invite you to consider, just consider what it would be like to live your life thinking that life is friendly. So just twirl twirl with this idea if it resonates with you. What if life is friendly and that it always happens for you? Not to you, but for you. And what if you even saw everything for your awakening? How would life be different for you? What if you chose to believe that you are a powerful co-creator of this universe? That you are indeed participating in the creation? And that it comes with responsibility because meaning that if you choose to believe that, then everything you're creating is your responsibility. And I know, I know sometimes when we share ideas like that, sometimes the ego wants to make you feel like it's not fair because why would you have created a life you're not happy with? But bear with me just a second. If you are a co-creator, which you are, now imagine the power that you have to create what you want. If you can create what you don't want, imagine the power that you have to create the life that you want. And I'm not saying nothing perfect or sadness or illness. No, life happens. But what if you lived your life from this vantage point? And you really started to focus on coming in alignment with yourself. And you chose to really be real with yourself and who you are and what you love and what you intend on experiencing while you're here on earth. What if you really went for your dreams? What if you really, really embraced your fear like we're doing right now on this podcast? What if you really did that? What if you shared your brilliance with the world and you just said, instead of saying, why me? You said, of course, why not me? I'm good. I'm great. I'm brilliant. I'm amazing. I'm extraordinary. What if you embodied that? What if, and and guess what? Soon this will be the norm. The 5D world, I'm great. And it's going to be from a, from a humility, from a beautiful, like, right? Mm-hmm. So take a deep breath. Take a deep inhale. Inhale possibility. And again, do not take whatever does not resonate. Just play with this idea in your mind. But changes, all it takes is just a tiny shift in consciousness. And if it happens for you, then I did my job. Sending love. Thank you so much. That was beautiful. That was absolutely beautiful. Thank you. You're welcome. I have one last question um, that I want to ask you before um, we Mm -hmm. do our little card reading and then sign off. Um, But based on your own life experiences and journeys, what advice would you give someone that's holding themselves back from their own dreams and goals because they're living in that fear of the unknown or the judgment and all of it? What would be Mm -hmm. like one grand advice that you would give that person? Hmm. I would say, what would I say? The person that lives their fear. I would say, first of all, I, I really see you and I hear you and I am you. I really am you. So you are not different than me. The only thing is 
what would happen is if you don't give the gift of you to this world is I, I want to tell you that it would be very, very sad because there's only one of you. Mm-hmm. There, there, there's only one of you that's going to come to the world, express itself in the way that you are going to be doing it and not doing that. You're actually doing a a disservice for the world. And the way you can think about it is you can think about people that you admire in your life, whether they're famous or non-famous people. What if they didn't show up being themselves? How would your life be? Mm. So the people that are holding themselves back in fear, um, fear does not go away. It just, it just, taking the aligned action is what's going to help you build the confidence. But the fear doesn't go away. It, it's, I always have fear before I do anything. But I'm, I'm coming from a place of like nurturing myself. So I want to invite you to really know that the reason why you're being called to do the things that you want is because you're supposed to. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to birth all these ideas mm-hmm. and experience. So this is your calling and it means you're capable of doing it. Fear, fear is very normal. It's just the ego that's trying to gently show up to serve you something. And usually it's to key, either to motivate you to do something or to protect you from a past event. So understand, get curious with fear. What does fear want from you? What is it saying? Give it a voice. What is it saying? What is it? And then reassure the fear part of you and then take the action. Regardless, go ahead and take the action. Because what's on the other side of whatever's holding you back is a level of self-actualization that you can't even imagine. Self-fulfillment. You cannot imagine what's on the other side. And trust me, you really want to open that door. It's the word that comes is delicious. It's not even that, but it's exquisite. It's yes. amazing. You know, I love that you said delicious though. Cause that word came to me last week and I was like, Oh, but I was like, delicious. Like I couldn't stop saying it. I'm like, delicious. delicious. It's so weird that this word is coming. It's yes. weird. I guess that we're trying to explain press that it's like yummy i don't know how to explain there's nothing to do with food it's just like right oh yes Mm -hmm. that's beautiful thank you thank you so so much you are such a beautiful person such a so are you and i i really am so humble and grateful and honored to have you on this podcast and i hope to have you again thank Um, you thank you for having me so before we head out, um, I'm going to read from the Universe Has Your Back deck um, some cards that we pulled. So this time I got three cards related towards, you know, topics we've been talking about. So mm-hmm. um, Emily and I have um, read these beforehand, but now we're going to hear it again after all the conversation. So I always feel like it feels a little different later. Yeah. <laughs> um, I let go of the shadow of the past by seeing someone for the first time with the eyes of love perhaps seeing yourself for for the first time with the eyes of love. Right. Attack, pain, fear, judgment, and any form of separation are merely calls for help. So listen to your pain. Listen to all those things that keep coming up, all that judgment. You're calling for help. I am the dreamer of my dream. All right. Thank you all for coming and listening. I love every one of you. I love you, Emily. And I look forward to coming back on here next week. Bye, guys.
Bye. Thank you for listening to Into the World We Go. Your love and support means the world to me. If you would like to help support this podcast more, please head over to Apple Podcasts and Spotify and subscribe, leave a five-star rating and a review. If you are interested in being a guest on future episodes, you could direct message me on Instagram at intotheworld.life. To connect more with me, you can find me on TikTok at Into the World with Marky. Be well, be brave, be patient, be kind, be weird, and most of all, be you. Sending you love and light.